Yo, 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 good morning, Nashville. Good morning, Nashville. Peace to the city. Peace to the planet. We're bringing to you guys the final episode of this year, Nashville. This is another episode of the Black Man Vent 2 podcast. Good morning, Nashville. Have you heard of Black Man Vent today? We're excited with you guys this morning. My name is Jonathan Davis. I go by Junebug. Nashville, my name is Leon Davis Jr. And I go by L Dog. And we just thank God for allowing us to make it this far through 2021. 20. 21 has been a challenging year. It's been a challenging year due to COVID and, you know, all the social injustices and all the racism and all this stuff that's been going on. But at the end of the day, we're still here. We're still able to be before you and trying to give you another episode of this podcast called The Black Man Vent 2. So we're just thankful to be here. And we again, we're just thankful to God for allowing us to even see up to this point where we are able to do what we're trying to do this morning. Yeah, Nashville, it's been um, definitely a year to remember in terms of um, all the people that we've lost and um, just how COVID has has kind of prevailed throughout um, throughout our world. Um, the Lakers ain't good this year, so that's kind of bothering <laughs> me personally. But just a lot of things that's went on Nashville throughout this year. And um, we just want to say again that, that personally from the Black Man Venture podcast, we want to thank you guys for supporting us. Um, as we started in August, man, it's just a little yeah. podcast with just two Two men, one one old man, one young man, just sitting here talking, man, and, and it's led to something that has truly become a, a true platform and a true following to where people actually look forward to hearing us every Monday. So uh, we wouldn't be there without God, and we wouldn't be there without the support of our uh, fans and our um, just our fellow uh, group of friends and those that have supported us. So thank you guys again for that. Um, Nashville, this is the last episode, man. Um, um, it's been a been a hell of a ride, and um, we get, again just thank God for where we're at. This is the Body Mass Index of Family Matters and a Black Man. We got a great special guest with us that's going to carry us out into the new year, going into next year. But um, Nashville, uh, Pops, if you want to chime in on this, but Nashville, tune in to next year because we yeah. definitely got a lot of exciting stuff coming. Yeah, yeah. Next year, we're going we're gonna to try to make it better. We want to do what we can to make this podcast better. But not only that, just give you better content, try to give you some different guests. You know, we always say now, People, uh, they rag on us about our guests and our friends, kin and loved ones and co-workers and all that stuff. But sometimes them the only people we can get to talk. Now, if you're a black man out there yeah, and you yeah. listen to this podcast, we have yeah. a open door policy. You right. can hit us up. Man, we'll put you on, brother. But, you know, we're going to put you on for some positivity now. Right. We don't want no negative stuff, man. We got enough of that going on. So we just want some positive brothers, man, that want to come to the table. And like we always say. We're a podcast that's trying to speak to the common man. I wish I did know Jay-Z personally. Yeah, I wish I right. did know Mr. Yeah. Obama personally. But unfortunately, yeah. I don't. So I deal with what's in front of me. I deal with my friend and Ken on a regular basis. But again, we open up the floor for any brothers, man, that want to come through and talk about some positivity, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with all that, man. Um, at the end of the day, you know, we... Would love to, like, like Pop said, have those um, those type of figures on our show. But um, who's to say that this time next year we won't already have probably some episodes lined up with those type of uh, people? But until then, we work with what we got. I think that's the biggest thing. We work with what we got. Work with what's in front of us. We're not looking behind us. We're looking mm -hmm. straight forward. Mm -hmm. So um, again, Nashville, just thank y'all for joining us this morning. We won't hold you long. This is the Body Mass Index of Family Matters and a black man with our special guest. He's excited. We're excited. Yes. Nashville, again, we thank you for your support. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Happy yeah. Holidays. All of those different things that tie into this month and this season. Nashville, have you heard a black man vent today? After this sponsorship segment break, we'll bring to you guys the content for this Monday morning. Nashville, again, have you heard a black man vent today? And just like that, Nashville, just like that, we're back. We're back to you guys. Um, good morning again. Um, if you're just not tuning in to us, the Body Mass Index of Family Matters and a Black Man with our special guest this morning. Nashville, have you heard a Black Man vent today? If you haven't, we got one here for you this morning. Um, and as we said in our intro segment, thank you, thank you, thank you thank guys you. for your support um, throughout these four or five months that we've been a podcast. And um, as we roll into next year, man, bring somebody with you uh, to come support us and come listen to us because we do have some big things planned. Pops is going to introduce our uh, guest for today and we'll go ahead and get rolling. Pops. 
Hey, I'm, I'm I'm just glad to be here again this morning. And I know they all say it all the time. Them dudes, they always excited. But yeah, we be excited, man, to talk to people, man. I Maybe mean, that's because we got the gift of gab. So we don't mind talking, but we got another brother. I'm pretty sure. Uh, he, I think he got a little bit of the gift of gab, too. But he keep it on the low, low, though. And that's okay, though, because yeah. when he does talk, he talks with a lot of wisdom. And uh, I met this brother uh, through the church sector. I met him through his his wife, we went. We we are. Uh, we went to. We still go to the same church together. And uh, and uh, his wife, I met her. His wife knows my wife, so you know it's just like a, a common bond that we have together. Cause our wives know each other. So the fact that our wives know each other that make us all. You know, it's almost like an automatic thing because it it won't be right for me to be an enemy with somebody that know my wife. And you know, what I'm saying that that wouldn't be cool, man. You know, that ain't how I operate. So the fact that his wife and my wife were cool, and me and him have gotten to be cool over the years, and we felt on a regular basis, man, I got to understand and see that this is a brother that is family oriented. Mm-hmm. And that's what we all about. We're trying to be family oriented and we're trying to we in this season of family matter. So that's what we're talking about. A family orient orientation of what a black family looks like from a black male perspective. So right. that's what we have in front of us this morning. Right. We have a black male that's willing to talk about family matters. And I'm not going to hold you no longer. I'm going to introduce to some and present to others. Mm-hmm. My brother and my friend, Brother William Stanley. How you doing this morning, man? Pretty good. Pretty good. Thank you for having me on. Um, I've been listening to you guys for a while and uh, I appreciate what you do. Um, I think this has been long overdue. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm excited about every episode I've listened to so far. For again, you know, thank you guys for, for what you do. Mm-hmm. Praise mm-hmm. God. Um, you know, I like to talk about um, family when a meal is uh, available mm-hmm. um, in a family's life and things still doesn't go the way that you might like for it to go. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I want to leave you something with, which we're going to go back to. Uh, one is a hip hop song um, years ago when hip hop first started coming out. Uh, a child is born with no state of mind, blind of the way of man's kind. Mm-hmm. And here's another one that I'm going to come back to, too, is you should have gone to school. You should have learned to trade. Mm-hmm. But now you're working at the cafe all the time. You hollering that you underpaid It's like that. Yeah. <laughs> DMC, Ron D. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Um, I feel like sometime um, you can go through family matters. With, with no problem at all until it's time to release that individual mm. to the world. Mm. And what I mean by that is uh, as long as he's in your shell, uh, they're good until you have to start opening up to the public, mm. meaning, uh, you know, letting them look at TV and music and some of this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Now um, I want to go deeper and to the black race, I think some of the problems we have is um, still the slave mentality mm-hmm. that the white man has put out mm-hmm. uh, for us to be self-destructive. Mm-hmm. Um, when you look at how, as black folk, we don't get along, that also comes into um, family uh, problems, too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny how when kids get a little older, uh, and they get a hold to the public and the, to the music and the uh, TV, mm-hmm. how kids tend to stray away from you or they feel like that they can't trust you, that that um, you're trying to uh, hold them back from doing something. Mm-hmm. And um, I go back to uh, what I'm saying about the slave thing is, if you look at all the, all the races that's out there, you can take the Kurdish, they're clannish, the um, Mexican, they're clannish. Mm-hmm. Uh, every other race other than black people, um, for some reason, we got a thing that we want to try to be more than each other. We want to show each other that we're more than each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I would even go as far as uh, the incident that just happened with this young rapper from Memphis, young doll, mm-hmm. um, they got killed and, and possibly it could be two millionaires feuding that caused uh, a person's, um, uh, that caused a person's life. Mm-hmm. 
And um, the reason I say um, a child is born with no state of mind, we think about that for a second. Mm -hmm. That child, when he comes in this world, he's he knows nothing. He or she knows nothing. True. So whatever bad habits they occur, it has to be taught or seen. Mm -hmm. And uh, when that happens, whatever it is, and 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 again, I'll go with this uh, this the slave mentality that uh, that's been set out for us. It creates a negative a negativity that causes division among family mm. and African Americans. Mm. Um, I can remember uh, I can remember coaching uh, when I used to coach little league basketball. Mm -hmm. The parents used to hate me. Mm -hmm. And the reason they used to hate me was because when their little kids would fall down, I wouldn't let them go out there and pick them up. I'd make them get up on their own. And the reason I did that is because that's how life was. Mm -hmm. You know, for a black male, mm -hmm. it's even tougher. Yeah. I mean, you're going to get knocked down a whole lot, Come but on, you got to keep getting up. Come on, right. man. Right. Um, I don't know why... Um, we tend to, to go to that negativity, but when we go to that negativity, that causes division in family. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times um, your relationship could be good, but where the division comes is when, um, when that child gets a certain age and he starts going to the other side. Mm -hmm. And that creates division among family. And I'm saying for, for males that, that actually are available. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm going to get off the subject for a little bit. And I'm going to say this about a guy. I, I used to hear this. Uh, people say uh, women are more mature than men. Mm -hmm. And the reason why you might say that is because if a man put his foot down uh, on a male, the first thing a woman's gonna say, you do, you do, you're too hard. You're too hard mm -hmm. on them. And um, mm -hmm. just look at um, mother, uh, the, uh, the birds. Mm -hmm. Look how the birds, how the mother bird, uh, just scoop those baby birds out of the nest, and either they fly or they hit the ground. Man, mm -hmm. I've seen it. You mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. We don't ever want ours to fly. We always want to be able to hold them so they can fly. So you know, with that male trying to become a male that he needs to be, you know, he's, he's, he's being held back. Mm -hmm. So that's why sometimes you might see, um, um, the guys more, I, I guess, laid back other than the girls. And then the girls have so many things that they got. I mean, they got public housing. Um, mm -hmm. as long as there's not a man around, you know, uh, you can get this public housing. If it's a man around, then, you know, there's no public housing or Section 8. Mm -hmm. There's so many things created, you know, for that woman to be able to get ahead. And, um, you know, I thought about this for a second. A lot of these girls that might receive uh, public service, if that guy would, he's staying there anyway. Mm -hmm. If he would go to work <laughs> and y'all <laughs> save that money because y'all got... <laughs> Free housing, free food. Right. If he right. gets a, and, and if he gets excited yeah. and even get two jobs, yeah. I mean, y'all yeah. can get up out of the situation. Yeah. You know, a lot further. But um, I used to uh, listen. I like to listen to all people, all sides. Mm -hmm. And I used to listen to uh, white Republicans, and and I used to ask them why they're so hard on the government. And he said that uh, when the government gives you something, they control you. Socialism. And mm -hmm. that's exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. They tell you that you can't have no man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They tell you yeah. that you yeah. can't make any money. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they pretty much tell you uh, what you can do and what you can't do. Mm -hmm. Now, with uh, uh, a woman, you know, she got to make a choice. You know, a, a man can't. A lot of times a man ain't going to be able to uh, provide all the things the government's going to give you right away. Mm -hmm. And especially mm -hmm. with you not working, because mm -hmm. I believe it, it takes two to make it now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I just uh, feel like that it's always been a trap for us um, mm -hmm. as males mm -hmm. um, to step up to do what we need to do. Mm -hmm. But um, the other thing, too, is um, 
we try to raise kids to be able to be prepared for the world. And that's when we talk about going to school, Mm -hmm. uh, learning a trade, so you can get up and make a decent living for yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, You don't want to uh, have to take whatever you can take because you're not educated or Mm -hmm. you don't have a skill Mm -hmm. and work a job that you don't want to do and that's going to actually pay you the amount of money that you you might like to have, Mm -hmm. but that's all you got Mm -hmm. because you you don't have that skill. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you this, Mr. Stanley, when you just said that. So you got brothers that don't want to do what you said. They don't want to go to school. They don't want to get no trade. They don't want to go to the military, but they still want stuff. And then they get out there and then they start doing robbing, stealing, and killing and all that stuff. And then they wonder why life is not what they want it to be. Is that, is that, let me ask you what you think about this. Is it a, it's still a choice thing though, right? It's still a choice thing. It's still a choice, but the system is designed for black males to be incarcerated. Come on, man. You know, um, come on, man. We got to understand that. And uh, one thing I can say about, um, and I hate to say it, black folk don't want to be told anything. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. a lot of times, advice is more valuable than letting you have some money. Mm-hmm. Now, you and, said told, be told anything from the other man or from our people? Uh, they don't want to be told from our people. And, and, and what I'm trying to say yeah, is... Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I just wanted to clarify that because, you know, sometimes they be like, well, what is he talking about? Well, he talking about basically taking advice from wisdom-carrying older people that's in your community, in your culture. You know what I'm saying? And then I think that, that ties in, too. Um, just want to unpack pretty much everything you said in that little, that little run you did. But mm-hmm. earlier you talked about the unity amongst other races with uh you know the hispanic community and the kurdish community um they have a form of unity they have a form of of an alliance if you will Mm -hmm. um for us for black people man it's always that competition that underlying unspoken unintentional but intentional type of competition Mm -hmm. that we put uh one black man versus another you know like Mm -hmm. um i can walk down the street with my girl and a dude can walk down the street with his girl and 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 mentally I feel like psychologically as we walk past each other some type of competitive uh what would I say edge or edge it's, yeah, it's something yeah, there yeah, you yeah. know and it's just that that we have in our makeup that I feel like wasn't always there because I feel like you know slavery time and stuff like that we were together we were saying hymns together we was escaping they was escaping you know, as as a family, you know, like we were doing stuff together. So between uh, then to now, there's no telling really just where the true divide came in there. But I think one thing that um, you did say, man, is just the fact that black people have no way of doing positive things and seeking positive advice from another black man and doing it in a way where it builds a, 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 a solid team, a solid goal to reach one place in one area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I remember... Um... I always talk to older people. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember the time when the lady was telling me um, she was in with the settings. And she said right out to slavery mm-hmm. that um, women could always get jobs. Uh, mm-hmm. They could babysit, um, mm-hmm. clean house. They can iron. They could mm-hmm. do all of that. Mm-hmm. And the black male always had a hard time getting a job. Come on. Because uh, he didn't want to be ridiculed. Mm-hmm. Um and it was jobs that didn't, you know, hardly pay anything. Mm-hmm. Degrading. And, and degrading. Yeah, yeah. And um, and say so the white man would, would, would say to the, to the lady, the, the black lady that's working in the house, well, did Bob find a job? And she said, no, he, he didn't find a job yet, but he's looking. And the white guy would say, well, you know, there's plenty of jobs out here. Um, you know, he just doesn't want to work. Mm-hmm. And said so she would come home. He would come home and. She would ask him, uh, did you find a job today? And uh, he said no. And, and and she would repeat the same thing that the white man would say. Mm. And, um, you know, what Bob said, um, um, uh, you know, they're hiring. And, 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 mm. But um, all it was is it was another notch uh, that 
that was laid out from that white man that mm-hmm. knocked down that black male. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I still feel like, you know, out here for us, um, I heard one time on, on the on the uh, podcast that, you know, a, bl- a black man is, is not supposed to cry or, or mm-hmm. he can cry, but, you know, he really can't cry because there's so much out here that you got to deal with with the world. You know, a woman doesn't realize when we walk out the door uh, what we have to put man, put up with every day. Come on, man. Come on, bro. And it's not just with with, on, with white people, but it's it's our own that we got to deal with on. too. Yes. And then come home and try to be a, a family man. Right. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know what? And I right. and I think yeah. I'm listening. I'm like June, but I'm trying to because you know it's so much been said so yeah, far. Yeah. <laughs> it's so much yeah, been yeah. said. But one yeah. thing you said that I think does have an underlying DNA that still run through our community, and that's how. The, the slave masters used to separate us, man, and separate our families, man, and break us up. And so sometimes we, that stuff is still in us, man, even down through the years, man, down through the generation, to the point where sometimes they still, in some ways, pitting us against one another. Like you said, putting stuff in our black women's head about us as being men, when all, at the end of the day, even if they did say that about the brother, it should have been to the point where she would say, well, you know what? But he gonna get a job. And instead of saying, Bob said you can't, you know what I'm saying? This, that, and the third. The negativity, man, is really what has hurt our community, man, to the point, and what you said earlier, too, that it pits us against each other where we competing against each other. And I tell you, man, LeVar Ball, daddy, daddy said on, on Facebook, and I mentioned in the last episode, unity even in our money, man. For some reason, if you got $2 and I got a dollar, I won't I don't want I don't want you to catch my my dollar. I want I want to keep that dollar between us so I can always feel like I'm on top. And that's really not good for our community because how are we going to pass down the legacy of uh financial wealth if I'm always worried about you having one more dollar than I got or me or you catching up to my dollar. When at the end of the day, we still chasing after them dollars. You know what I'm saying? Them dollars that they got. We still chasing after them, man. Right. So that unity thing, I think it I out of, these last, out of these Family Matters episodes, that's the word that I keep hearing is unity. Even mm-hmm. Pastor Mays was telling, hitting on it. And um, last couple episodes, they've been hitting on it. Even you mentioned it today. If we could just get our brothers, man, to come together and unify and stop biting at each other because you might have a 19, I mean, say 2021 lack and I got a 2020 lack. Okay, that's fine. We both got lacks. That's good. You know what I'm saying? But it don't matter about the years. We both got Cadillac. So we ought to be proud for each other. And then my thing is, too, like you said, if I got something that I can help you with to come up to where I am, then I shouldn't be afraid of it. This is like this this young man sitting right here now. Mm -hmm. Me and you got kids, Mr. Stanley. If I didn't want him to be better than me, something wrong with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. But you got some fathers out there, some black fathers don't want their children to be better than them. I want you to be better than me, man. I, I want you to surpass where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? So, But how are we going to help them get there, though? So I think that's what we got to figure that part out, too. If it, First of all, I got to figure out, do I really want them to be better than me? That's the one thing. Then if I want to be better than me, what am I going to do to help him be better than me? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. In your personal experience, uh, Mr. Stanley, man, what can you say? helped you throughout your years um, to be a better family man in your own in your own household well um, I will say the big biggest thing when I was getting ready to have my son it was the most nervous time for me because I wanted to be a good father mm-hmm. um, I really didn't have a father to teach me because I had a good father but um, it was a lot of alcoholism that was tied up and um, I'm going to say with my son um, I probably couldn't do anything better um, in raising him Um, I was always at his events you know always had lunch with him every Friday you know used to enjoy it Um, I mean I was always visible Mm -hmm. but I just wanted to be a good person Mm -hmm. um, for him and my family Mm -hmm. and um uh, I'll say this. Uh, I'm going to talk about how we possibly can get out of what we what we in, but I can just um, I'm, I remember doing the times when um, 
and, and this goes along with music and I'll clear it up. But I remember the time when if you called a black girl a B, mm-hmm. uh, she would knock you out in my time. Mm-hmm. And Naz accepted. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, I think music has a whole lot to do with our problems. Mm-hmm. Um, they have allowed this music to come in. Mm-hmm. And um, don't get me wrong, I, I, I'd like to listen to some of it, but um, some of the stuff they talk about, they don't live the way that they, you know, what they're actually putting out. But our kids doesn't have uh, the brain to, to understand, you know, hey. Decipher between. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. So, um, you know, I just always wanted to be uh, a, a good father. Mm-hmm. But... Um, we just uh, we have to find a way to uh, make this change, and I think uh, your platform is one of the things we can do to uh, uh, change these things. Um, first, you got to talk about it, and don't yes. spend too much time on talking about it. Mm-hmm. Come with a solution, mm-hmm. uh, because mm-hmm. a lot of times we spend so much time talking about it and, mm-hmm. and trying to learn the history. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to learn all of that, mm-hmm. but uh, when I used to go to this old black barbershop, you know, he used to always say, okay, now what? Now mm. what? And I used to get angry. <laughs> but uh, mm. what he was telling me is, okay, what's your plan? Mm-hmm. You know, how mm-hmm. can we, you know, change things? And, um, you know, one of the things we can do to change things is first, we got to learn how to love one another. Mm-hmm. We're not perfect. We're not perfect people. Ain't nobody perfect. Mm-hmm. But we hold each other to a high standard where, um, it's almost a death penalty if, if you got any flaws and, and for one we shouldn't even be judging each other mm-hmm. but it's it's like uh, oh man I'm not going to fool with him no more I'm not going to mm-hmm. fool with him no more you know it's kind of like uh, going to a uh, black business and if something doesn't go right with you with that black business you'll say I ain't fooling with no black no more mm-hmm. black people anymore but then when a white man do you wrong, you'll say, I'm not going to that establishment anymore. You separate that. But then when black folk do you wrong, you give us the death penalty. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, we just got to learn how to love one another a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, two, um, you know, folk need to be able to see uh, us do something for each other. A lot of times mm-hmm. you see white folk go out uh, in a disaster and uh, they're in our neighborhoods and, you know, handing out, handing out goods. But, you know, you don't see as many black folk in groups mm-hmm. uh, being able to go out there and take care of our own. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I, if we can do that, I think that would also help with the trust. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I want to share something with you, too, um, about these was older guys mm-hmm. and they would take golf trips uh, all the time and they would rent cars. So they decided they wanted to buy a car. It was about five of them. They wanted to buy a van. Uh, that way they could quit um, renting cars and save money. And uh, right before they was getting ready to do it, uh, they backed down. And the reason they backed down, you had some people worried about, okay, if we don't go on the trips, where's the car going to sit? Uh, who's going to use the car? And, you know, it's it's um, divide and conquer. As long as, as, as we can stay divided, we're never going to be able to do anything mm-hmm. as people. And it still go uh, even as family. Mm-hmm. You know, families, you know, even when you have problems in the home with, with, with your children, um, you got to stay solid. You got to stay solid. Because um, we actually went to a program one time. And one of the things they said, they said, you know, you sitting out here losing sleep and they sleeping good. <laughs> and um, what he was saying was was, was true. You, you have to stay solid. You really have to stay solid and just pray and, and, and turn it over to the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nashville, we want to thank you guys again for joining us. If you're just now tuning in the uh, Body Mass Index of Family Matters and a black man with our good friend uh, William Stanley. We're going to take a quick pause for the calls, give you guys a good segment break. And um, right after our segment, as we always do, we'll bring you guys another good portion of content as we wrap up this new year. Um, Nashville, again, have you heard 
of Black Man Vent today. After our segment break, we'll get right back into the content. Good morning, Nashville, and thank you again for tuning in to the Black Men Fent 2 podcast. Thank you for tuning in again on this Monday morning because this is the last Monday in 2021, and we thank you for your support and your continued listenership to this podcast. And we want to take this time out for this segment break to give a shout out to all the ones who have helped to make this podcast. What it is. So we're going to call this segment break the BMVT shout out thank you session. And for this thank you session segment, we'd like to give a shout out and a shout out and a thank you to all the ones who have been a part of this podcast by way of being guests. I want to first start out by thanking brother Alex McKissick, who came on after we did our first podcast on August the 2nd. He was our first guest in our season called Depression. And brother Alex McKissick did a fantastic job. And he was our first guest on this Black Men Vent 2 podcast. Then we went on and we had brother Andrew Starks to come on. And then from there, we had brother Kenny Boyd. And then from there, we went on and we had uh, brother Victor Dotson, who came on and did a great job for us. And that ended our first season called depression so then we want to try to dig off into some other areas that plagued our black men and we went off into the grief season and we first brought on for our grief season brother vincent cawthon and after and after brother vincent cawthon then we had brother winston davison and then we had leandre bingham bingham and that ended our grief season so then we had two seasons under our belt so then we want to dig off into some other things that uh, black men deal with, and that's a thing called marriage and relationship. All black men, at one time or another, has dealt with marriage, or either relationships, or either both. So then we thought we'd bring on someone who has a lot of expertise in that area. So we brought on Dr. George T. Brooks Sr. And from that point, then we came on with Brother Jason Pop Griffith, Griffin. And then we went on and we had Brother Shai Henderson. Then we had Charles Townsend. And from that point on, we flipped it and we went from marriage and relationships to relationship and marriage with Brother Tyrese Hobbs. And then we had Carl Rogers Jr. From there, Warren Thomas. Then Brother Walter Sweat, old school OG. And then we had Rex Howard Jr. And from there, that ended our season of relationship and marriage so from there we went into our fifth season where we are right now at this present time and we started out with someone who will have an expertise in this area called family matters and who knows a black family better than a black pastor who's been a pastor for several years so we started out that season with brother pastor john h mays and then from there we went on to Boots on the Ground Pastor, Pastor Michael Dixon. Then we talked with Jonathan Huspis, and we are now talking with Brother William Stanley in this final episode and final season in 2021 of Family Matters. So I want to give a big shout out, man, to all those brothers who have came on and have been transparent with their stories and been transparent with their views on whatever this subject matter was at the time that we were talking about. Big shout out to all those brothers. And also we want to give some shout outs to some sisters that have been instrumental in helping this podcast move along. And the first sister we want to give a shout out to is a sister by the name of Teresa B. Howell. And she leads a magazine called The Heat Seekers uh, down in uh, down south in Atlanta. And uh, she invited us uh, to tell our story on her in her magazine and she heard us by way of uh, social media so thank a uh, big shout out for the positivity from a social media perspective and that she found out about us and she wanted to know our story and she made us her podcast of the month so we want to give a shout out to sister Teresa B. Howell then from there we talked we were got a chance to do a collabo podcast with a sister by the name of Trenice Bryant 
She has a great podcast for sisters and sisters. Check her out. Her podcast is called True Talks Podcast. Her name is Tremnice Bryant. Big shout out to that sister. Then also we want to give a shout out to this sister who has a great platform also for sisters. And the name of her podcast is Speak Up Sis. And her name is Angel Charmaine. Angel Charmaine. And you could catch us. We did a collabo episode with her and it, it went on Facebook. It went on uh, YouTube. It was on YouTube. So big shout out to uh, Angel Charmaine from Speak Up Sis. And check us out. We was on YouTube with her. And we also got a chance to be on YouTube with my man, um, uh, Shy Henderson. We gave a shout out to him because he came on our podcast. And then we had an opportunity to be on his podcast and on YouTube and other platforms of his. And, and it's called, his podcast is called Relationship Stuff One-on-One. I also want to give a shout out to that brother because he has been a, mentor for me in this podcast world by pushing me forward and giving me the encouragement that we needed that I needed so that we could try to push this podcast into being a reality so shout out to my man Shy Henderson on that also and also behind the scenes work I want to give a shout out to Deacon Nathaniel Hicks who has been responsible for helping us to get into this uh, visual world of the podcast because we're going to try to do some bigger things in 2022 so he has donated some equipment to us so big shout out to Deacon Nathaniel Higgs I also want to give a big shout out to my man Otis from Old Buttons Otis from Old Buttons Otis has a button uh, company man that's doing well and he gave us some uh, uh, legal uh, advice on how to move about in the business world as as we move forward with this podcast so big shout out to Otis and also last but not least we had also had an opportunity to be in a magazine called the Nashville Voyagers and we got a chance to do an article with them and we just want to give a shout out to them for noticing us also so thankful to all the ones who have helped to make this podcast what it is and not only those but there are two more people that I can't leave out and that's Sister Mandy. She's the one that does our media. She does our social medias, the IG, the Facebooks, the LinkedIn. She does all that stuff for us and the other uh, things to help push our podcast forward. She does that and she does a great job with that. The, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the way that she does it, man, some of us are not that, that tight on computers, but she's tight. So I thank her for what she does and for our podcast and promoting us the way that she does. And also a shout out to my wife Valerie Davis who helps us. She uh, give us uh, she's give us uh, critiques our podcast and our uh, things that we can do to be a better podcast. And she also does a lot of um, background work for us as far as helping us to keep up with our appointments. So big shout out to all of those who have helped make the Black Men Vent to podcast what it is in 2021, and we hope to do better in 2022 by the grace of God. Thank you all very, very much and have a blessed and happy new year. And just like that, just like that, Nashville, we're back. We're back. Uh, Good morning to you guys again. Body Mass Index of Family Matters and a Black Man. This is the last episode, the last hoorah of the Black Man Vent 2 podcast. Nashville, have you heard a Black Man Vent today? I'm going to throw it over to Pops. He's going to give us a good uh, icebreaker question to get into our let, um, our, the rest of the portion of content that we have for you guys today. Pops? Yeah, man. I was just, We were just sitting back on the break, and we was just chatting on some stuff. And we was talking about how the first, her first piece of this uh, episode that we talked about a lot of, not negative, but just a lot of problems we see in our neighborhood and in our communities. But now we want to talk about maybe some possible solutions to our, to our, uh, our issues. And I'm going to ask you, Mr. Stanley, what are some of the things that, because you said earlier, we do a lot of talking. So now what can we do like programs or maybe, uh, 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 some monies or what can we do, man, to kind of Get our because this this another thing we don't want to do. We don't want to make it look like that all black men are bad. Cause I know some positive black brothers all over the world, and I know some positive black brothers in this city of Nashville. But sometimes positive brothers get bad labels, this, that, and the third. But what I'm saying is, we need more positivity spread around. You'll see it every now and then, like freckles. You'll see one here, 
one day. You know what I'm saying? But we need a we need a wave of positivity. So how can we get the wave going, man? Well, I think the number one thing we have to do is we have to start loving one another. Um, as black people, I mean, we really have to start loving one another uh, and start trusting one another. Uh, we in this thing together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, th- there's a thing now um, where they're saying that um, your vote doesn't count. Um, you know, a lot of people and young people are not voting mm. uh, because they're saying, you know, what have they done for us? Well, one thing about politics is you don't get everything you want. Um, you know, even if you can get something, um, you still need to vote because people have died for the right for us to vote. Uh, the other thing is 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 economics. Um, yes. Yes. You know, um, we got to start patronizing um, African-American business and creating more African-American business. Believe it or not, uh, that also helps with, with, with family, too. But um, just remember, when, when you go to a establishment, you know, a black establishment, uh, all the time we they might not have what you all want. Uh, because they're, they're dealing with limited resources. Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. you know, our job is to, to be able to help them out so they can get those resources. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, you might go to a place that serve fish and not have pickles. But, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> you know, still, um, you know, take the time to uh, to do something like that. You mm-hmm. know, we had a, a black contractor that uh, did a good job, but he didn't finish the job. But um, I would still recommend him uh, because he di- he did do a good job um, to a, a certain point. Besides, he didn't finish. But um, you know, we just have to do some things where you know we love and trust one another. Mm-hmm. You know, all of us are not out here uh, being bad people. Right. We, we just um, mm-hmm. you know might need to be shown love um, because I, I don't think we love each other enough. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing with uh, family-wise is, is is we need to be more visible as a unit. It used to be a village at one time. And now we say that, um, you know, I, she'll be mad at me if I say something uh, to her kid. But that's what it used to be. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, just help out as much as we can. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think what you said is so important, man, because I think sometimes we want to do stuff in big ways. But if we could just do a little bit, man, just like, you know, just like this little old podcast we're trying to do, we're trying to do something. We can't do it all. Uh, hey, my son work, I work, you know, we we busy with life, uh, trying to support our families, man, this, that, and the third. But when we can, we try to give back in some type of way. And this is one of the ways that we're trying to give back. And we want to get involved also. I was sharing with my son. We're going to get involved with some more community events and make our brand known that we do want to be a part of the solution. Mm-hmm. And a part of the solution is allowing other people to input stuff into us that's going to make us better. And I listen to this other podcast, man, this dude called Dr. Uh, Dr. Boyce. You need to check him out too, Dr. Boyce. Well, this one of the things that he said that could help our black community be better, us supporting black people. He said, black people have to start teaching their kids. That means I can't wait on the teacher to teach my kid everything. I got to do some teaching at the house, man. You know, I got to take time and teach my kids some of the things that I think that they might not be getting in the school sector at my house. I need to start teaching that at my house because I wish that I, I had to talk my children more about black history. But I tell them now, y'all got them phones on your side. You can look it up. But I wish I had a, took the time to do that. But I was busy, like we talked about earlier, trying to make a living. And then you get so busy trying to make a living that you, your time is limited on some other area. But I thank God that I taught them. There's one thing I do thank God, though, that I introduced them to Jesus so they know him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm thankful to that. But in the, in the midst of all that, we need to teach our kids, man. And then we also, if we can, create jobs for our people, people that got money, that can, that can create a job for somebody. And I say, that we, I say this, you take a young black man that's made it out of the ghetto, Wherever that ghetto is, north, south, east, and west on our in our world. He's made it out of the ghetto. But most of them, I ain't saying all of them because I know some do give back. But most of them don't do the LeBron James. They don't create a school. They don't create stuff in the communities, man, to give our black boys another opportunity. Man, you could take a young black male, man, and he could drop a million dollars off in the hood, in the hood somewhere and create a a family family fund center, or not family fund center, but a, like a wreck. 
When I grew up, man, I used to go to the wreck all the time. Mm-hmm. Know why I went to the wreck? Because it was other black boys that we playing basketball, ping pong, you know, but that was the hangout spot because that kept me from hanging with them other dudes doing this other stuff because I was at the wreck. You know, so it was another it was another alternative. So that would be great if we could just get some of our young black millionaires to come together and maybe create some, you know, just some positive like places for our young people to hang out with. That's not surrounded with a whole lot of negativity. And they could be that would be a good thing. We just talked about some solution. And then the last thing he said, he said, he said, support black businesses. Now, you just said that earlier. If I'm going to support black businesses. I can't expect the black business that I go buy my T-shirt from maybe to be like Walmart and Target. Now, they might not have that quality, but I might can still go get that T-shirt from them and show them that love you're talking about to encourage them to keep it going. Don't stop it. You know, because how many times have we seen black businesses that start but then they 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 quit because they're not getting that love and that encouragement they need. So I think that's what you know. That's some of the things that we could do, man. What what you think about it, bro? I mean, it. <clears throat> I, I got a ditto pretty much everything you just said because even in terms of our podcast, we're not the Breakfast Club. We're not you know uh, the eighty five South Show or anything like that. We 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 two Negroes here talking to another <laughs> Negro about <laughs> what it is and it needs to be discussed on getting a black man event, man. And um, mm-hmm. with that, you mentioned it with that love that uh, our support supporting cast has shown us and the trust of them trusting us to be on time every morning at eleven o'clock. Mm-hmm. You know that's kind of mm-hmm. helped us move. You know mm-hmm. that's kind of helped us. Uh, it's motivated us, you know. Mm-hmm. We, we don't have that platform as uh, mm-hmm. those guys do, but we know with that love and trust that you mentioned, even in a family, it helps, and even for black businesses like us, it helps. And um, I wanted to ask you, man, uh, before the question left my mind, when you talk about love and trust, um, I think y'all's generation had it a lot more than ours do uh, currently. Back then, man, you can go down the street. Uh, to Big Mama house She'll have all the freeze cups Y'all give you little quarters, nickels, dimes, and pennies For the freeze cups All the kids that man They doing that whole nine yard Our generation man Is nowhere near that type of That type of image We, 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 we just aren't there And a lot of that Ties into Not just um, Us as a being But maybe what we were brought into Which is what you mentioned as well A lot of these black boys and black girls Is walking around in these middle schools And high schools you never know what they're going through at mm. home, you know. Mm. So it's not so necessarily they so fault, true. you know. They they so they true. they were brought into the world, but you know they weren't <clears throat> they weren't brought into the ideal situation that they may have thought you know would work best for them. So I said I let to say, man, what does trauma do for the black family when you talk about um, kids that may go to school and a teacher may say, well, why you don't have a pencil today? And the child, little do they know, their parents can't even afford a pack of pencils, you know, but they just got to, you know, just 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 that type of image, man. What, what what does trauma do to the kids of our generation and how does that affect the love and the trust that should be uphold in, in a black family? Well, I think kids now are exposed to a lot more mm-hmm. than what they should be. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, adult situations, <laughs> you know, um, possibly knowing that they're going to get put out or they, mm. you, know, um, you know, they don't know uh, how the mother or father's uh, case is going to be in the court system. Mm. Right. Um, mm. right. They're exposed a lot more than, than what we ever was because, mm. you know, I can remember um, eating them to my grandmother's and they had an adult table mm. and they had a kid's table mm. and they would always tell you uh, uh, stay out of grown folk business. Mm-hmm. Um I feel like, because um, I have spent some time in, in some of the school systems, um, those kids need, or those teachers need volunteers mm-hmm. all the time uh, in the schools. Mm-hmm. Um, you'd be surprised some of the, the, the stuff these kids having to uh, deal with. But, I, you know, I want to go back to uh, something Pastor Brooks said uh, years ago in a sermon. Um he was talking about how people will quote scriptures and stuff in the Bible. And he said, you know, if you live a godly life and they see you live that life, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they will want to follow you more than you just sitting quoting scriptures. So true. And, so true. Um, you know, I have to agree with that. If they can see us more 
in numbers, you know, just being positive, uh, mm-hmm. doing something in the, in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I think that would help, uh, you know, our young kids a whole lot more. Mm-hmm. Uh, they even have cut back on the community centers and programs in the community centers mm-hmm. um, because they possibly could get realize it was doing some good. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then why would you uh, take the money out of the program? Come on, man. Uh, Come if on, they man. was actually doing, you know, doing some good. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. So, um, you know, I just feel like that, uh, uh, man, if we could get together in numbers um, and be more visible and, yes. and, and reach into um, some of these kids, um, I can remember my, my mother-in-law actually started going to church uh, because of her daughter. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, at that time, it was a, a place called Inner City. And um, mm-hmm. she started going to church uh, just because um, her daughter actually went to church. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying that those are uh, more things in, that we got to do. But we, we're so busy sometimes just trying to be able to make it through life. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the little money they pay you on these jobs mm-hmm. is just enough for you to, to pay a bill or two. Mm-hmm. And, and go back the next day. You know, it, they're taking time away from us where we uh, really need to be out in the world. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and what you said, you, I think that's real big. Like you said, uh, we, I think Jonathan said that on his last episode last week, and uh, we, we talked about that a few times too. Presence, man. There's a thing called presence ministry, man. Sometimes when you be in somebody's presence, but you don't even have to say that. Just the fact that you're there and they see you, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you said, if they could see us, just doing more positive stuff in the community, man. Us getting together as brothers, man. About 30, 40 brothers, man, just in the neighborhood, just doing some stuff. But you said another key one, too. And we used to do this at school. As a matter of fact, I used to be a part of it when I first came went to, went to my job. But uh, men being volunteer mentors in some of these public school systems, man. They need to see some male figures, man. They, now, I had to get to the latest, man. Shout out to the strong women, man. Because mm-hmm. they'll jump in there, man. They'll get in there and they, they make it happen. <laughs> but sometimes, man, brothers, man, got a 99 excuses, man, why we can't mm-hmm. get involved, man. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But we need to get more visible, like you said, even in these school systems, man, where these, these young black boys can see some positive role models in their schools man you know doing some doing some good stuff man because that makes a difference i don't know and then and then another thing you said i'm gonna ask jumbo this uh jonathan this question out there but i want to ask you this i want to say this what you said about they took the funding out of the program like the summer program man i remember growing up man going to get them sack lunches dude with that little apple and that little sandwich in there and that little chocolate milk, man. Yes, I remember that stuff, man. But they, they they be they be cutting the funding on stuff like that. And that's when I said, if they want to cut the funding, if the government want to cut the funding, because again, they trying to divide us, then we hope it would be nice to have some, some black millionaire to start putting something into that. Because some of them dudes that are millionaires, they grew up on stuff like that, man. You know what I'm saying? They grew up on stuff like that. But Jim, I want to ask you, Jonathan, I want to ask you this. When you was at East, y'all didn't have a lot of male figures there. But the ones that y'all did have, what kind of impact did they make? Because you was a young man coming up through uh, public school system. And I remember y'all had a lot of females over there. But I remember two or three bros y'all had over there was some, they were some strong brothers, man. Because I played some ball with a couple of them. They were some strong brothers, man. Yeah, it's it's two that I can personify with. Um, Coach uh, Patton, mm-hmm. um, if I'm not mistaken, I believe he still coaches at uh, East Nashville uh, Magnet High School today. But to see his interaction, um, not only just with the basketball players, but you kind of get that notion that coaches that coach high school basketball only talk to their players. Coach Patton talked to anybody. You know, he talked to anybody and everybody. Anytime I got a chance to speak to him, you know, I um, I would do that. And um, he just always had this interesting um, aura about his presence as a black man. And I'm going to be honest with you. It's another man that, um, you know, that really, really, man, touched my heart while I was at East. Uh, my bowling coach, uh, Coach uh, Hines, man. Um, I love that man to death. And he's not um, a black man. You know, um, he's a white man. But that man gave me a lot in four years than probably outside of my immediate family, probably any other black man has. And it was that love and trust. You know, and it's, it's interesting. It's not sad, you know, that, that um, um, 
it's, it's more so interesting that I got that type of uh, bond and relationship from a man that is not of my race and race and ethnicity, if you will. And I think that's what all three of us keep mentioning. You know, it's that 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 unity that comes without warning, without thinking that man embraced me like I was his son, you know, um, um, just being on the team. And um, he would have those father son conversations with me when my pops may have not been around. To, to maybe cheer me up when I'm having a bad bowling game or uh, just a bad frame or something like that. I looked at him, man, not only as a coach, but as a real, real just being that I could that I could see uh, as a fatherly figure. And I think that positivity, that type of image is what we need as yes. a culture. Yes. Um, and then you was talking about the positive and negative, man. Let's just be real. You know, we, we, we all, you know, what I'm saying, fellas, man, negative is fun. You know, the, the, the ne- negative is fun. It's something about it's something about negative that's fun. You know, the wrong thing is is fun. You know, the the, the thing not to do is the thing that most people do do. So it's so you know it's it's changing that mold and changing that uh, foundation of, of of strength in numbers, as you said, bringing these young men into the light of seeing older men together. Mm-hmm. You know, seeing older men doing these things. Um, 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 to 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 put more of a light instead of the, the 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 number one rap song, the number one rap album, the the number one because like you said, music. I agree with you 110. percent Music provides some type of psychological uh, 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 impact on our kids to where when they growing up, man, they know every lyric, you know, they know every hook, they know every catchphrase, they know every ad lib. So you know, it's just that type of negativity and not all rap songs are negative mm-hmm. but that's being more of of a shine light than seeing two black men be able to have a conversation like we doing right now see mm-hmm. three black men being able to have a conversation this ain't getting no light mm-hmm. this ain't getting no shine you know and this this ain't what we here to do we here to serve you know me and my pops but in that service hopefully that light is being spread around through all of our um fan base and just our audience so that they spread it we want to we want to yeah. reach an 18 year old with what we saying because this type of stuff is the stuff that they need to hear mm-hmm. and um everything that we do on this podcast that we have done basis is based is based off of what you said man at the beginning and that's that love and trust yeah and then too man mr stanley i wanted to ask you this how do you tell a young boy uh to love your neighbor or uh, Trust me as a as a as a positive black man when they never knew that. Wow. When they were never, you know, no, they, they six, seven, eight years old, man, they leave school, man, and they go into the courthouse because their parents fighting for custody. Or just just anything, man. It, it, they they their life is filled more with with struggles than than with sandboxes, with, mm. with turmoils than with toys. You know, mm. what 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 do you say to a kid, man, that that every day, man, it seems like they've went more at six years old than I went through at 26. What do you tell a child in that situation? I don't think you can tell them. You you have to show them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I told you when I was coaching how the parents hated me. Uh, mm-hmm. What I didn't say was how the kids loved me. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. They loved and embraced the toughness. Mm-hmm. And, um, and they performed. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a shame that you're doing something that you love and somebody has to be a little hard on you in order for you to be able to do it. To get but, you know, again, we just got to be more visible mm-hmm. in these kids' lives. And there's enough men out here. Mm-hmm. And if we can get these uh, these kids to look at us, you're going to pick up some da- some some solid males. Mm-hmm. You're going to pick up some <laughs> solid black males mm-hmm. that want to be a part of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. But they got to see you first. Mm-hmm. They got to see you. Sometimes you just can't go out there and just say the words are not going to make the difference. Mm-hmm. They got to actually see you. True, right, true, right. And mm-hmm. um, I appreciate what you said. Um, wrong sometimes is fun. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. a lot of people like that wrong and fun, <laughs> but, you know, what you don't realize is that's what they base in the system on. Mm-hmm. They want you to they do the wrong. On you doing the wrong. Yeah. That way, yeah. uh, you can get locked up, yeah. so they can yeah. actually yeah. make money on their stock. Mm-hmm. Uh, because mm-hmm. now it's it's stock in these jails. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, the more mm-hmm. we can act a fool, um, you know, the more money that, that they can make, and and it causes divide and conquer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, I just wish that um, uh, I know it's programs out there like. Um, 
a hundred black men, uh, yeah. and and I'm yeah. not really that familiar with that, and maybe um that needs to be something I look into, mm-hmm. but um it just needs to be more people um uh, available for these kids to actually see that hey it is another way yeah yeah so true. Mm-hmm. So true, man. Like you said, and even if we're not a part of establishing or starting a program to uh, be positive, you know, in 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 our community, we could be a part of that. Now, like I said, that's what I'm gonna, me, uh, myself, and Jonathan, we're gonna try to get more involved in in 2022. Is just be a part of a group that's doing some positive things in the community, man. You know what I'm saying? Because and then maybe God will give us a. Or idea of starting something. I don't know. That'll be up to him to do it. But in the meantime, you still got to get with somebody to find out what we doing and what can we do. Because I think that's the key word. We keep saying we, we, we. Yeah, that's the word we need to be saying instead of saying I, I, me, I, me, I, me, and my. We need to get out that I, me, and my start saying what can we do, you know. So we have to get a brain trust together to find out what we can do. And, you know, like you said, you can find people talking all day long, man, and see people talking. But when they start seeing you doing something, that that makes the difference. I really mm-hmm. believe that. I'm mm-hmm. with you. And and, and then um, I want to leave you with this too. Um, the black barbershop that I used to go to, the old barbershop. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the old guys said, "Y'all Negroes think y'all have arrived." Mm-hmm. And what he was saying was. The fight is still on. The fight is still on. Bro. We sitting here, it's still, it's 2021, mm-hmm. and we still fighting the same thing mm-hmm. that uh, our mamas and stuff are, are fighting mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it's a shame that something has to happen mm-hmm. for us to come up with a group mm-hmm. to fight about, but that's after the fact. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, um, right. we need to be united, you know, even if, if, if Ray Ray got shot by a traffic stop. Yeah. You know, we got to show out. We got to show ourselves in numbers mm-hmm. um, at the polls and anywhere else because yes. that's the only thing. And here's the thing: here, I, I want to say about the polls, mm-hmm. the white folks are still fighting like hell to block us from voting. <laughs> mm-hmm. They don't want you to vote. You're right. And we saying that our vote don't count. Mm-hmm. Now you falling right in line with the, the, the same thing they trying to do. Yes. They trying to stop us and you stopping yourself. And man, and you know what? If our vote didn't count, believe me, I'm from Georgia. If our vote didn't count, then that state wouldn't have turned from red to blue. If our vote didn't count. Stacey Abrams, shout out to that sister, man. I wish it had been Bob Abrams, because that's all right. It was Stacey Abrams. God had to use her. But that sister got out there, man, and did the work, man. Got out there and went door to door and messed around and changed the whole dynamics of a state. And like you said, they still fighting like hell, man, trying to get it now so that the next time a vote come up, that it won't be as easy for you to do it. But if, but the, the trip part about it, all we got to do is just go do it. Don't 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 make it easy for them. Just go do it. You know what I'm saying? Just go make your vote count, man, even though it is one vote. But one vote adds up to two votes. Two right. votes adds up, multiplies to four. So that's the, but again, it's got to start small, and then it grows, man, and it grows. I mean, the interesting thing too, though, is what black people prioritize. Because I feel like, you know, around election time, you have the chance to vote in a mayor, vote in a governor, vote in, you know, the senate or the president. They may not do that because, again, positive don't look fun, mm. but negative, they'll go on uh, their phone and, and vote for the the top artist of the year on BET Awards or, you know what I'm saying, or something like that. So it's, it's, it's just interesting what black people label as, as, as priorities, you know, in, in certain areas, man. I think that's what I find funny. But one thing, again, uh, Mr. Stanley, you said it, and Pops, you said it, that we can all prioritize is unity, yes. love, and trust. Yes. You know, and I, I think, I think, man, that's that's the, the, the biggest thing. Again, that ain't going to be fun. It ain't going to have the flashy lights, the glitz, and the glamour. But that's what's going to help the next generation. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's the most important thing. So and um, so Mr. True. Stanley, man, before we close, we yes. always make sure that we allow our guests, man, to give our audience, man, one more good, solid thing, man, that you think a black man needs to hear today, man. So leave our audience with one more just good, good, solid bit of advice, a good, solid message, a good, solid bit of motivation that a black man can take from this episode yes. going into the new year. You know, we are some strong people, um, some very, very strong people. Yes. Um, 
I heard, um, I don't know how true it is, but I heard on TikTok um, not too long ago that we uh, spend $1.7 trillion. That's a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. How much of that is going to black people? Mm -hmm. If we can start making a... uh, being more conscious about how we spend our money. Yes. Um, we got to unite together. I yes. mean, I, I, all black people are not bad black people. You no. Know? Mm-hmm. Uh, we can become trustworthy. Um, we can actually do some things for our community in numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and no sooner we do that, I, I think um, the better off we will be as people because they've been scared of us for years. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. If the Mexicans can come over here and do it, we can knock the doors down. Mm-hmm. We definitely can knock the doors down. So, you know, if, if we can unite together, you know, put put away the differences. Everybody got problems. Everybody's not perfect. I mean, mm-hmm. we got some issues, but, you know, instead of uh, concentrating on the issues, you know, let's look at people as as, as people, you know, mm-hmm. not perfect people, just, just people in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah, man. Hey man, I I I just want to thank Mr. Stanley for coming on with us today in uh Nashville. I want to thank you as a as a uh, as a listening audience for continuing to listen to the Black Men Vent to, and we thank Mr. Stanley for being at the table this morning. Now we're gonna end this year like we started out with this year doing this podcast, and I'm gonna say it going into 2022. Until next year, 2022, it's a wrap. Black man, don't get trapped. Nashville again, we want to thank you guys for just being a part of uh, everything that we've had going on um, with the Black Man Venture Podcast this year. Again, this is the Body Mass Index of Family Matters and a Black Man with our special guest, Mr. William Stanley. Uh, Nashville again, thank you guys. We want to thank you guys for supporting us. Walk into the new year with us as we get into more content and more of allowing a black man to vent today. Nashville, have you heard? A black man vent today. It is what it is. It ain't what it ain't. You can do what you can. And you came with what you came with. We'll see you next year.